0: This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school
1: students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Good morning, everybody. It is the second to last day in February as we get set for another episode of Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. 97.7 97.7 and 100.1 FM, 1200 AM and 1440 AM. You can also catch us on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, or go online to espncircus.com Search for players only. I'm Matt Slocum alongside Ryan Story. And Ryan, before we get started today, mm-hmm. there is just one theme song that fits our first segment today. Yep. You ready for it? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's do it. That's right. It's playoff hockey time, as they say. And in this case, we're talking about hockey playoffs. Mm -hmm. The high school hockey playoffs begin... Well, actually, they haven't really begun, but the finals... Are tomorrow night starting at five with the Division Two final between the two seed Cortland Homer and the one seed Skinny Atlas Lakers, and uh, let's start with that one. And uh, this was sort of expected, okay? Kinda. Uh, yeah, it was it was expected. Everybody was thinking, you know, you know, Skinny Atlas and Cortland Homer, the top two teams in the state in Division Two. Well, at least two out of the top five in the state facing off for a Section 3 crown. Not surprising at all.
0: No. no. And you look at CBA, Whitesboro,
1: a couple teams there that are good, but they're just not in these two teams level. Right. And, I mean, and here's the thing, though, with Skinny Atlas, they played JDCBA in their semifinal and they almost lost. Mm-hmm. It was close. It yeah. was close. I mean, JDCBA got off, to, got on the board first,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Skinny Atlas would end up scoring two goals. Our good buddy Luke Renaud ended up scoring the game winner mm-hmm. to win it two one for the Skinny Atlas Lakers. And that's why they're in the final. Cortland Homer had a little bit of an easier time uh, getting to the final. Pure dominance uh, against Whitesboro, winning that one eight to one. So both teams coming in. I guess Corlin Homer is coming in very hot, you know, mm-hmm. scoring a ton of goals. In fact, over their last three games, they have scored—get this—18 goals over their last three games while holding opponents to just seven. Yeah, you know they are they are riding on a hot streak right now. I mean, Skinny Alice has been on a hot streak all year. They have not lost a single game in Section Three all year. They went 18 and 0. In section three play, twenty and one overall, their lone lone loss was to an out of section foe. Uh, but in their last five, get this for Skinny Atlas in their last three games, they have outscored opponents sixteen to three. Yeah. I mean,
0: just very impressive. Yeah.
1: Both both teams are coming in hot, especially on offense. They also got really good goaltending as well. Who do you think who do you think has the edge right now? heading into this final tomorrow night at 5 at at the Upstate Memorial Arena?
0: I mean, I've been big on both teams uh, throughout this season. I think if either of them were in D1, I'd pick them to win that because I think these two teams are probably the best two in Section 3. You look at Cortland-Homer— uh, Riley DeLage for them has really showed up in the goal for them, just been on fire as of late. We saw him only allow one goal in that Whitesboro game after taking a decent amount of shots uh, attempted at him. Mm-hmm. And then we also look at uh, Tanner Douglas, Andrew Partigianoni a bunch of good players there. Uh, and actually they can have those other players just step up when they need them. Like Tucker Gabriel had two goals in the last game. Cooper Swartz, those are two players who really don't get on the board that much in terms of scoring goals, but they did it in that last game when they needed them to step up against Whitesboro, Mm -hmm. and then they just have a bunch of talented young players But I just can't see anyone beating Skinny Atlas. I mean, they could ease Skinny Atlas has a better chance of winning states, I think, than losing this game, just because of how good of a team they are. You look at uh, just all the players on their team. Renaud, Garrett Krieger, Henry Major, all those players just really good. And then you just go to the goal where Chad Lowe is probably the best goalie in Section 3. You can make that argument that he's the best goalie in all of New York State. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if anyone can defeat the Skinny Atlas team, if they can topple them from their throne right now. Although... If a team was going to do it from Section 3, it would be Cortland-Homer because Cortland-Homer is the only team, I think, that can compete with Skinny Atlas.
1: Yeah, I, I can agree with that, too. I mean, it's going to be tough. Beating yep. beating Skinny Atlas, they're, they're just a complete team. And, you know, they got great goal scorers, uh, great defenders, uh, a fantastic goaltender. But if anyone can do it, as yep. you said, Cortland-Homer has the best chance. Mm-hmm. Because you, you look at what Corlin Homer has done. Andrew Partagiannani, 28 goals, 23 assists on the year. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Tanner Douglas as well, another senior forward, 17 goals, 21 assists. They can do it on the offensive end. There is no doubt that Corlin Homer can score. The problem is you're going up against a Skinny Atlas team that has had your number the last, the last five games that have been played. All five have been won. By the Lakers. Mm -hmm. But the results have been close. Not one result, minus the last time these two teams met in a Section 3 final, was the score by more than four goals. Yeah. So the last last three matchups have been decided by three or less. You know, with the lone exception being February 10th, 21, a 4-2 win by the Lakers. So if anyone can keep it a close game, Corlin Homer can do it. Yeah, I mean, I would say that Corlin
0: Homer is, and I've been saying both of these teams have been on fire all season. You mentioned they're two of the top five teams for D2 in all of the state. Mm-hmm. So they're really good. But you look at how skinny Atlas just dominated both regular season matchups, winning both of them by three. And really just we saw Chadlow step up in the goal there mm-hmm. uh, in both those games, only allowing two and three goals respectively. So I just can't see Colin Homer winning this. We saw how Chad Lowe in their last game against CBA J.D., uh, he allowed a goal very early on and then really just stiffened from that point on, just allowing no goals in the second or third periods, and that was the reason why they won. And as we saw on the other side, Joe Salvador of CBA, he was just on lock all night, only allowing two shots to go in against a really good skinny Atlas team. So we see how Chad Lowe just by himself can turn the game around. Like right. Just as the lone goalie, he can just stop the entire
1: momentum of the other team. Yeah, it's, it's going to come down to, to stellar goalie play. Who's, yeah. who's going to Who's gonna get hot early? Mm-hmm. Who's going to keep the most pucks out of the net? Um, that first period, I think, the the first period for Cortland-Homer is going to be very crucial because if Skinny Atlas gets at least one, if not two goals on the board by the end of the first period, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So. And, and and no team has done well when playing from behind against Skiing yeah. Atlas, so that's going to be a tough one. I think the Lakers win this one, but I think it'll be a lot closer than what people think. You know, <clears throat> Corland Homer is going to put up a fight, and you know, and, and they sh- as well they should, yep. as well they should. On to the D1 final now, uh, the second final set for around a 7:45 face-off. The Baldwinsville Bees taking on the West Genesee Wildcats. <clears throat> this was this is going to be a good one. Yeah. And I'm I not saying this is the best out of the two, but it might as well could be. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because both teams have done really well. Baldwinsville finished the year 18-2-1 overall, 13-2 in Section 3 play. West Jenny 16-3 and three overall, 12-2 in Section 3. Um, so yeah, Beaville played more games and yet they're the 2 seed. I have no idea why that is. But regardless of all that, how they got here in the semis, Beville beat Casanova 6 to 3 in their semifinal matchup. And I thought that one was going to be a little bit closer. But yeah, I, I because Casanova was up and rising towards mm-hmm. the tail end of the season and it just fell a game short. On the other side, though, this is what I was really disappointed at: the other semifinal between West Genesee and Syracuse. That was supposed to be the pick game of the semis, and it sort of just went bleh. West Jenny shutting them out four to nothing. So again, both teams are hot coming in, in their last over their last three. Beville has outscored their opponents fifteen to seven, whereas West Jenny has outscored their opponents. Get this, eighteen to one. Yeah.
0: Dylan DeSena has been on fire as of late, uh, just only allowing, as you said, one goal in the past three games. That's just insane on his part.
1: Yeah, Very, great, great goaltender in uh, Dylan DeSena. Uh, so heading into this matchup, okay, the last time these two teams met, it wasn't even close back in November. West Jenny won 7-2. to But if you look at the previous four before that, one tie, three wins by West Jenny, all decided by four goals or fewer. Mm-hmm. So, again, that one tie was back in 2018 when West Jenny and Beville tied at one. So we know these two teams can play really tight hockey against each other. Will we see the same thing again Monday night? Honestly,
0: I think it will be somewhat close, but I think Jenny takes this game pretty easily. We saw it in the regular season, a 7-2 to win, and I think that's what gave them the advantage in terms of seeding over Baldwinsville, whereas as you mentioned, Baldwinsville does have a better record, but Jenny has just proven to be, I'd say, the better team when they matched up against each other. You look at Decina; he's been great as of late, and then William Schneid had arguably the best regular season out of any player in D1. Uh, he has just been... he's just been on a different level 30 goals as well as 22 assists and then the key to this game for jenny is probably jeremy keys uh he has 22 goals and 23 assists on the season and he's been just great and we saw Liam burns he really stepped up in their last game against syracuse he had two of their four goals and we've seen it on the season he had 10 goals in the regular season so we've really seen Liam burns come on strong and so i'd say that Jenny takes this game, but you've got to give credit to Baldensville. Their top three players and Sam Chiapa, Matt Carner, and Keegan Lynch, all very good players. Mm-hmm. And then one player who I want to give a shout-out to on Baldensville, uh, Braden Pennefeather-Stevenson. Yeah. He had five goals in the regular season, mm-hmm. only five goals. And then in their game against Casanova, which was arguably – just as good of a team if not better than Baldwinsville. He had two goals to be the difference maker in that Casanova game. So he's just a great player and just very clutch on his
1: part. Yeah, Baldwinsville's got a lot of good players on their team. This is yeah. this is going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to calling both of these finals yeah. uh tomorrow for the NFHS Network. That being said though, okay? As I said before, this final is probably the pick game out of the two. Yep. Yeah. Because two evenly matched teams. <clears throat> I mean, you could say the same thing about the D2 final too. Mm-hmm. Both are evenly matched. But this if if I had to choose, if I had to choose only one game to, to go to out of out of these two finals, I pick the D1 final. Yeah. Because the D1 final anything can happen between Beville and West Jenny. On the D2 final, eh, it's skinny atlas. I mean, <laughs> they're pretty good. They're pretty good, and I would expect Skinny Atlas to win. The Beeville West Jenny game is more even. Yeah. Y- you can't really tell. You know, again, West Jenny beat Beeville seven to two back in November. That was back in November. Yeah, and Beaville's okay? come
0: a long way since then.
1: Uh, a very long way. And you know, as 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 they say, a hockey season's a marathon, not a sprint. Just look mm-hmm. at the NHL. <clears throat> you know, I like what this final is going to set up. This is going to be a really good final. I can't wait to call it. It It's going to be fun. It really is. It's going to be a fun one. Mm -hmm. So when we come back, we will look at some of the boys' basketball playoffs. It's been a little bit of a tricky thing schedule-wise, but we're going to talk a little bit of boys' basketball as well as some girls' basketball later on in the show too. So don't go away. More players only when we come back here on ESPN Radio Syracuse 97.7, 100.1.
0: This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point
1: Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. So you know what that means. We're talking basketball now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it feels good. I'm sorry. That is that CBS sports theme, by the way, for for college basketball and CBS. That is my favorite theme of all time. Great. I, theme. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was, it, it was done between 1993 and 2003. I'm like that is the best basketball theme ever. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nothing else comes close to it. Um. But enough about my little rambling about that. Let's talk about some high school boys basketball. Let's first start off with uh, the Class D uh, final has been set. Um, so we've some finals that are set, others that haven't. Um, again, due to the craziness of the winter storm that we had on Friday, um, <clears throat> originally the remaining finals were supposed to be set today. And uh, instead, uh, the A final will be settled, uh, will be decided on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, originally, that was supposed to have been Friday. But uh, the D and AA were set on Saturday. So let's start there. And <clears throat> the the D final, the first semi between number one Hamilton and number five De Uh Hamilton won that one 61 54. And then on. The second final between uh, second semifinal between number three Cincinnati and fifteen seed Old Forge. Yeah, nine and fifteen on this. Wow, at, at Old Forge had a great run. Uh, unfortunately, it ended in overtime <coughs> to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, the three seed, winning 66 sixty six fifty eight. So let's talk about the final. We got Hamilton and Cincinnati, one seed versus the three. That's set for eleven a.m. March sixth and that's why we were playing the college basketball theme earlier because, hey, March Madness is just around the corner. That being said, you look at the last two games these two teams faced off. These two teams haven't played against each other since 2020. Yeah. So over two years, January 27th was their last meeting. Hamilton won 49-35, and then the meeting before that wasn't even close in 2019. Uh, Late December that year, 57-32 when you look at their last 4 games for Cincinnati all of them have been wins again <clears throat> not counting the uh Old Forge semi they've been they've been pretty good i mean Cincinnati has, dominant, yeah. has done well uh Hamilton on the other hand has also been pretty dominant you look at their last 4 uh February 19th when they took on McGraw they won that one 85 to 14 mhm wow so but they did have a tough test with DeRoyter winning by seven and Cincinnati Speedo Forge by eight, but it took overtime. So who's got an edge in this one?
0: I you just have to look comparatively towards the team's own section or the team's own classes, and you look at how Hamilton has just been far and away the best team in the class d they are probably the best team in their own class compared to any other team in their own class uh i'm talking like cba and west jenny in class double a were dominant but hamilton in class d is the most dominant team there is uh they've just got so many really talented players you look at uh Tom Simpson, 17.5 points per game. Zach LaFrance, 15 points per game. Sammy Seguero-Glue, 13.5 points per game. Just so many players who can dominate. You also can't forget about hudson Idsey, 12.5 points per game. Just four players right there who are bucket-getters. Uh, anytime It's just a rotation of players who can score at will. Like you have a off night, uh, like this past game, Tom Simpson only dropped 13 points. So they had Zach LaFrance come in there with 23 Any player can just step in there and score a bunch of points on just a nightly basis. And that's what separates Hamilton from the rest of the teams they play against. However, you do have to look at Cincinnati. They have a great team. Uh, Scott Schuyler uh, can't be underestimated. He had 25 in that overtime win versus Old Forge. And then uh, he's averaging 17.5 on the season. Then you have the Stafford brothers, the older uh, senior, K said He has 11.5 points for him on the season. And the sophomore, had has 7 on the season. But uh, Canton in their last game against Old Forge, again, he had 17 and was one of the main reasons why they won. So you can't count out Cincinnati's, but I can't see any team beating Hamilton here. No,
1: I, I don't either. <clears throat> and the reason why I say that is that Hamilton on the season scored more than 1,800 points. Yep, yeah. Total. As a team, <clears throat> Cincinnati has just scored over 1,100. So, Cincinnati likes to play a tough defensive battle, and that's how they won their games. I mean, if you look back at the bracket and how they got here, Cincinnati uh, had a buy in the first round, um, did not really score more than more than 70 points throughout their whole run, whereas Hamilton, they scored 70 points twice. Over seventy yeah. points twice, over McGraw in the first round, and and then over Oriskany in the quarterfinal. the The only time they scored below seventy points was in the semifinal against De Reuter. Now Deroyer, they're a pretty good team too. Yeah, you got to look at Gavin Richardson, mm-hmm. thirty
0: two points, which came from eight three pointers made mm-hmm. for De Reuter. Like just a very good. Writer team uh, eighteen and four on the season, so they gave Hamilton all they could give. Yeah, but again, it's just you can't beat Hamilton. No, They're too good. No, uh,
1: and, and you know Syracuse could have had that three point shooting last night against Duke, but yeah. <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah, I don't see anybody being Hamilton. I really don't. I mean, if Cincinnati plays a really uh, yeah Cincinnati, Cincinnatus plays a really good game on defensive side on the defensive side of the ball they play a really good game defensively then I say yeah they might have a shot but if Hamilton scores over 60 yeah. watch out
0: although uh, one player from Old Forge who I just want to mention real quick yeah Roger McGrady the <laughs> senior he dropped 18 in his final uh high school basketball game he's only five foot <clears> seven and he's getting double digits on a consistent basis. So just a very impressive player there, as well as Alex Williams from Mm. Old Forge. He had 24, so two very good players. Old Forge had a great run
1: Yeah. as a 15 seed.
0: The true Cinderella seed of the
1: entire section three boys basketball. Very very much so. Very much so. Shame it it had to end in a semifinal like that. But, you know, I mean, I would have paid good bucks. I would have paid good money to see Old Forge Mm -hmm. in the championship game. Yeah. On to double A now. Double A had a lot of excitement. Yeah. Uh in the semifinal rounds. Uh the first semi took place between the one seed West Genesee Wildcats, where have we heard that name before? Mm-hmm. And the Fayetteville Manlius Hornets, the five seed, and West Jenny won that one fifty to forty nine. Very mm-hmm. tight. Yeah. Very tight game. We had a pretty exciting affair though in the second semifinal mm-hmm. between number two Liverpool and number three. Christian Brothers Academy, yeah, your school, mm-hmm. and it took not one, not two, but three overtimes to decide this sucker. And Liverpool won eighty
0: six to eighty one. Yeah, wow, and a somewhat disappointing loss for CBA. They had multiple chances to win that game, uh, especially at the end of the uh, at the end of regulation, end of the fourth quarter. They were up by a decent amount with only like a minute left, and they had just two rough turnovers right in a row, and that was pretty much the difference maker there. Mm-hmm. But then uh just a couple missed calls by the referees, I think, in the first period, and then a missed call in the second period in favor of CBA mm-hmm. just really – uh, helped both of those teams out. So you can't say the refs really decided it either way. And then Liverpool just ended up being the better team in that third overtime, and they pulled away. Uh, Dan Anderson, 27 points for CBA. Uh, but their cold shooting night for the brothers just really was the difference maker there. Uh, he He played great, but the rest of the team really wasn't able to make too much of an impact, especially in regulation. And then for Liverpool... You look at Jacob Works, he had 26, Andreo Ash with 20. So uh, they had some good performances there from their best players. But I'd say the player of the game, even though he wasn't the best player on the court, was Tez Anderson. He had 18 points on the night, but 12 of those points came from threes, and he was consistent in hitting them when they needed it most. He might not have had the most points on the team, but when they needed him, he was there. And then I'm not even sure that this was the best, game in terms of double A though because of the FM Jenny game that was so close as well a one-point game where we saw Jaden McNeil hit the game-winning putback at the buzzer and that was another fantastic game.
1: So looking at the looking at the final now between Liverpool and West Jenny one versus two you look at the regular season meetings between these two it was a split uh, the first matchup back in December, West Jenny won that one, 73-66. Liverpool got revenge uh, in January, January 18th, winning that one, 84-72. So, tied at one, and it takes a Section 3 championship game to decide the season, uh, The the season series between these two. Who takes it? And, you know, who goes on to the States? I would love to say that
0: Liverpool wins this game. And you know what I'm going to say? Liverpool wins this game. Liverpool? I was going to say West Genesee because of their speed and how they've just managed to shut down the opposing team's offensive players as they did in their last game against FM where we saw Trevor Rowe only uh, score single-digit points. But actually, I'm going to switch my answer to Liverpool here because of how good they are in terms of just all-around play. We saw how maybe maybe West Genesee can shut down Jacob Works, but Andreo Ash still can step up in his absence if they use that lockdown defense, and I just can't see West Genesee be as effective against just the all-around play of Liverpool. Uh, just so many great players like Bruce Wingate, who had 15 in their last game, just so many absolute forces on the offensive end for Liverpool. I'd, I'd have to take Liverpool in this game to mm. make it to States.
1: Yeah. And if you look at Liverpool's record heading in, looking at their schedule after losing to green tech, February 12th, 82 75, they have won four straight. Yeah. And all results headed by double digits with the exception of that CBA game. Mm-hmm. So, Liverpool's on a hot streak, and I, I agree with you. I think Liverpool gives West Jenny a run for their money and takes it all Yeah, on Sunday. So when we come back, we will talk girls basketball for a bit. Again, a couple finals have been decided there as well. We'll be right back with more here on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors here on ESPN Radio Circus, 97.7, 100.1. Don't go away.
0: This is Players Only, a show about high school sports
1: from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. And welcome back. Two players only presented by Point Guard Advisors here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. 97.7, 100.1. That's the ESPN college basketball theme. And now we're going to switch to the girls' side of things. And we first start off with uh, the Class D final. That got set on Saturday, earlier this week. Uh, Poland, the two-seed, had a tough matchup with Watertown IHC, but won that one 40-38. Uh, number 1, Copenhagen. Not so tough going up against Hamilton, winning that one fifty-two to thirty-nine. So it's one versus two uh in the final. Who do you got? It's Copenhagen or Poland. The the last time these two teams met was earlier this year. Copenhagen won sixty two fifty-six. Who wins this one?
0: I think we've seen it throughout the season and especially in their last game against Hamilton, but Copenhagen Copenhagen is really just a better team mm-hmm. in terms of just skill and size. But their size is really what sets them apart from every other team in Class D. Uh, you look at Charlie Carroll and uh, Reagan Dalrymple, two, two uh, very tall players who both average double-doubles on the season. I think that sets them apart from teams like Hamilton, as we saw Lindsey Spear and Kylie Pearson of Hamilton tried to keep them in the game, but it just wasn't enough. They were outmatched by the size of Copenhagen. But you do have to give credit to Poland's uh, Logan Cook and him. Uh, she had 25 points in their last game against Watertown. I she and actually reached the thousand point mark in that game. However, I am going to go with Copenhagen in this one. They've proven to be the best team in the class, and I'd say that's not going to change uh, in this championship game.
1: No, I don't think so either. I mean, Copenhagen is a great team. You know, they finished 20 and two overall, 17 and one in the Frontier League. Poland had a great year as well, 17 three, 13 and three in the CSC. That being said. Uh, Copenhagen has been by far uh, a a great team. They've just been outscoring their opponents all throughout the year. I think Poland's going to have their hands full. But then again, you look at the last matchup. The last matchup was back in 2016, Mm -hmm. the last time these two teams faced off. Copenhagen won 62-56. So it's been almost six years, over six years, since the last time these two teams faced faced off against each other. I think Copenhagen wins this one. I think they're going to take that one by 10. And I think you also have
0: to look at Aubrey Smickla of Copenhagen as well. She had right. 18 in the last game, and she is also
1: another very good player. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take a look. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take Copenhagen in this one. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. It, to me, that just doesn't seem close. On to the C final, which was also decided Saturday as well. Uh, one seed, Waterville, took care of four seed, Weedsport, very easily. 53-38 in the other semifinal. West Canada Valley, the three-seed, upset. Well, not really upset, but they beat uh, upstart Cooperstown, the seven-seed, 48-33. to 33. Co- uh, Cooperstown had a great year. Yeah. Great run through the tournament. Upset the two-seed, Thousand Islands, 43-25 to 25 in the quarters. Wow. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it comes, comes short. So that leaves Waterville and West Canada Valley. And uh, who takes this one? I mean, the last time these two teams met was – uh last uh not last january but the previous january before back in 2020 waterville won that one 47 36 west canada valley uh the last time they beat waterville was back in 2019 in december winning that one 44 40. so it looks like west canada valley is the underdog in this one waterville's won four out of the last five who takes this one i had been of the opinion for most of this playoffs
0: that. Waterville was the best team in the class, and that's not really much of a hot take. They're the one seed, but I had thought that they were pretty much going to run through Class C. But looking at their West Canada Valley's last game against Cooperstown, we saw just utter dominance by Reese Fellows and Lydia Reimer, where each of them had 15 for West Canada Valley. So I'm going to have to switch my pick from Waterville to West Canada Valley in the championship game. I'm going to take the Indians to pull Away with this one. Uh, They just dominated seventh ranked Cooperstown by 15 points. And just that showing really made me believe that West Cannon Valley was the best team in Class C. Mm -hmm. Although you do have to give your credit to Waterville's Collins sisters. Uh, They combined for 35 in that win over Weedsport, uh, as well as uh, Chiara Owens, who's really the X factor of that team. She had 13 in that game. So Waterville is definitely the favorite coming in, but I'll have to take West Canada Valley here, eighteen and four on the season. But I think they win this one.
1: Yeah, I think West Canada Valley is is gonna surprise a ton of people mm-hmm. on on uh, Saturday uh, when they play in the championship game. West Canada Valley has shown. I mean, again, as you said, beating Cooperstown by fifteen. Yep. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I mean, Waterville did what they had to do. I mean, mm-hmm. they're the one C, they're the best team in this bracket. That being said though, that being said though, I don't think they've played a good opponent in a while. And West Canada That's Valley true. is a good opponent. Mm-hmm. So I expect some fireworks in there. Uh <clears throat> it, it it might actually just become a tight defensive battle, at least early on. But these two teams can score. Yeah, I agree with with what you said about the tight defensive mm-hmm. battle. If I
0: had to predict both teams score less than 50 points. In the
1: wow. Race. Less so, yeah. than 50. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Honestly, I, I'm i going to switch that to less than 40. I think it's going to be in the third. for both close? teams. That That
1: low scoring? hmm Wow. I'll go one up, yeah. I'll say neither team scores above 50. hmm So, I'll go with that one. All right, let's do uh the, the remaining three classes. The semis are either today or Tuesday because, again, of the winter storm that we had Friday. So we'll start with class B. We have one seed Little Falls taking on twelve seed Bishop Grimes. Yeah. Ooh. Another underdog. There's team. an underdog story. And then we got a traditional 3-2 matchup between number three Marcellus and number two General Brown. Who wins both games and and who makes it to the final on Saturday? Looking at uh, the Bishop Grimes versus Little Falls
0: matchup, I really want to pick Bishop Grimes. They've been a great team on the season. And as a twelve seed, It'd be great to see the Cinderella team that we really haven't seen much of throughout these mm-hmm. playoffs, but I just think Little Falls is too dominant. You look at the players they have, uh, just players like uh, the crest sisters, Kylie and Alexis. Uh, Kylie's the star of the team. Kylie Cress, she's averaging double digit points per game. So I think Little Falls takes this one, and then I also think on the other semifinal game, we look at General Brown versus Marcellus. Those are two very good teams. I'll have to take Marcellus in this one. I think that on the season, they've played just as good as any team behind uh, KD McLaughlin. And then in the championship, I'm going to stay with the chalk pick, the favorite pick. I'm going to choose Little Falls there. No underdogs in this one. It's kind of a boring pick, but Little Falls is just too dominant. 22-0 on the season. That's not changing.
1: I'm going to switch it up on you. Really? Right. Yeah, I am. And you're probably gonna not like me for this, but I think Bishop Grimes beats Little Falls. And that's a very fair pick. Yeah. The reason why I say that is Bishop Grimes had a great run. They beat Syracuse Academy of Science in the first round, fifty-three mm-hmm. thirty-five, upset number five Homer by three, then crushed the heck out of number four West Hill. Yeah. Fifty five to forty. Okay? Bishop Grimes came to play. Yeah. I like Bishop Grimes in an upset win over Little Falls. Uh, I'll probably be proven wrong, but <laughs> I'll take Grimes over Little Falls in the first semi. Uh, I agree with you on Marcellus beating General Brown. Yeah, I, I think Marcellus has, has had had a great run. I mean, so has General Brown, but um, I I think Marcellus has the better hang as to who wins it all. Grimes will keep it close, but they won't win the final. Really? All right. Yeah, I'll I'll take Marcellus in the final. But, yeah, I think Bishop Grimes can upset Little Falls. I think they yeah. can. All right. Yep. Again, I'll probably be proven wrong, but, yeah, That's what I'm going with, and that's what I'm sticking with. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. On to the double-A uh, final here, Uh, the semis, real quick. We have number one, CNS, against number four, Liverpool. And then number three, Rome Free Academy, against number two, Bowensville. Who's in the final, and who wins it? Um... In terms
0: of who wins it, I think Baldwinsville beats Room Free Academy and then beats CNS in the championship. Ooh. I think Baldwinsville, I've said it through pretty much most of these playoffs, but Baldwinsville, led by Sydney Hutala, they've just been the best team so far, and I don't see that changing. No. Uh, You look at how they've done just throughout the entire season. They did lose both their regular season matchups against CNS, but they weren't dominated. No. So, I'd say that they pulled this one away. Also, as well as Cindy Hotella, you have Elektra, Ben you have Kyra Wilbur. Both of those players can give you double-digit points on a consistent basis. So I'd say Mm -hmm. Beaville wins it all. In terms of, I still think CNS will beat Liverpool, even though I had said in the last show that Liverpool is an underdog team. Uh, They just have proven to be, CNS has proven to be too dominant, led by Alita Carey Santangelo as well as just some of the other players on that team, they've just really proven uh, to be that elite team. And and you can't forget about their star player uh, in, mm, sorry, just complete brain fart right there, <laughs> Alexa Kulikowski. She's definitely the best player on this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe I didn't mention her the first time around, but she <laughs> would be the reason that they win it all if that comes down to it.
1: All right, well, for me, I think CNS beats Liverpool. Uh, I Cicero North Syracuse has had Liverpool's number on the girls basketball side all year long. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's gonna change. Uh, the Royal Academy Beville game. Yeah, I'll take Beville. I'll, I'll take Beville on that one. Uh, it won't be easy, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take that one. Uh, as for the final mm. toss up, I'm gonna stick with the North Stars, but it's gonna that's be close. very fair. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with the North Stars. It's gonna be close though. It should be a close one. On uh, Saturday night. And real quick, on to the Class A uh, semis, which won't be decided until Monday. Um, We have number one, Auburn, number five, Jamesville DeWitt, number three, Ludden, number two, Indian River. Who do you got? Who wins it? I had said in the last show that J.D.
0: is my underdog pick, and I'm going to stick with them upsetting Auburn. They had barely lost in overtime in the regular season, so J.D. makes it to the championship, but they are then beaten by Bishop Ludden there. I can't see Ludden losing. I've said it throughout the playoffs, and I'll keep saying it. Bishop Ludden is the best team in Class A. It wouldn't surprise me if they made a run in states, and I definitely think they wouldn't uh, Section three, Class A.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I'll take Ludden over Indian River mm-hmm. uh, in the semis. As but I'm going to do a switch. I'm going to say Auburn beats JD. That's fair. Um, I I think Auburn has just had a really good run. I mean, they beat yeah. Camden sixty to twenty eight. Yeah, they've. Proven I mean, that they, can they could score. score. They yeah. can run run up and down the floor and score. I don't think JD's got the talent to to match that. Uh, in terms of the final though between Ludden and Auburn, uh, yeah, I'll take Ludden. I think London has got a good thing going right mm-hmm. now. Amara, uh, I and, and I'm, yeah, I agree with you. I think they could make a decent run at states mm-hmm. if they win if they win the title on uh, on a Saturday. the The thing is that's what's going to get me is that they're going to have one less day rest. Yep, both teams are than their other uh, other class uh, teams that are yep. playing on Saturday. They'll have a, at least an extra day, whereas Auburn and you know, whoever wins in the semis on Monday, they'll only have five days. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. So when we come back, we'll wrap up our show with uh, the remaining look at the boys' basketball tournament as well. Uh, Look at the other semis there, and you might be surprised at a couple of picks I've got. So hold Mm. on, everybody. We'll be back to finish this up here on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio, Syracuse 97.7 and 100.1.
0: This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students.
1: Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. And we're back here on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors, ESPN Radio, Syracuse, 97.7, All right, so let's wrap up uh, our boys' basketball preview, so to speak. Uh let's see, where do we leave off? Was it Class B? Yeah, Class B. Yep. Uh their semis are today. In fact, they actually kick off the action uh later today. Uh number three, Utica Academy of Science taking on number two Lauville. And then in the other semi, number one Chenango against number five Central Valley Academy uh in the Class B. So who wins and who wins it all? I've said for a while that
0: is the best team in this class, and they've just kept proving me right, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at the players that they have. Uh, not only do they have some really talented players in Ty Kelly and Alex uh, Mesh, who we had on the show earlier this season, but uh, they they also have uh, Ryan Mesh, Alex's brother, and Bryce Bishop, all f- All four of those players are averaging over 13 points per game. So we know that they can score. Alex and Ty are both averaging over 15 points per game. So, uh, but all four of those players prove that Chenango is the best team in Class C. We look at how their only loss on the season has been a double A loss to FM, and that was even still a close game. So Chit is really just the best team in Class B. Uh, Then you look at CVA. CVA is a good team, Central Valley Academy. Jalen O'Neal, Deacon Judd, two really good players, but I just can't see them uh, beating Chittenango. And then you look at the Lowville, uh, utica Academy of Science game. Uh, that's another very good game. Both teams combined for four losses on the season. level with one, and uh, Utica Academy with three. But I'd say Brody Brown... Uh, in terms of Lauville will be the difference maker. Uh he is a very good player, averaging seventeen and a half points per game on the season. I will take uh Utica Utica Academy, though I think that uh Donelius King Jr., he's averaging fourteen and a half on the season. He is really good. He's only a freshman and he's a star of this team that's really good. So I'd say he's going to just completely flipped the game around for Utica Academy, as well as you look at Najalik Taylor, Wolmack Tang, some really good players right there. So I'll take uh, Utica Academy in this game against Laval.
1: But then in terms of the
0: championship, I'm going to stick with Chitnango.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think is going to have a field day with Central Valley Academy. Um, You know, the CVA has had a good year. I mean, they upset West Hill in the quarters by three. 61-58. Sixty-one fifty-eight. Poor West Hill getting upset in the quarters yeah. on both sides. Uh, and then, uh, but, you know, Chenango has just had a great run. And mm-hmm. I think they'll continue that run. As for the second semi, Utica Academy of Science and Lowellville, I kind of like Lowellville in this one. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I do. And, uh, I mean, they took care of business against Holland Patton. They beat Marcellus, uh, an up-and-coming Marcellus team, who upset Little Falls by six. In the in in the second round, I think LaVille uh, brings brings a tight a, a good matchup to Utica Academy of Science, and they beat him. Yeah, that um, makes sense. And then, but in but in the title game, there's no stopping Chitnango. Agreed. There really there really is that you can't stop Chitnango, uh, in Class B. So I think Chitnango wins it all. On to Double because that'll also. Oh no, we did talk Double A earlier.
0: Uh, a, I
1: think. oh uh, so A. There. Uh, Which is uh, Tuesday again Mm -hmm. because of the uh, uh, winter storm, they moved everything to Tuesday. Now we have uh, number three JDA against number ten seed Syracuse Academy of Science. Hello, yep. Uh, And then New Hartford uh, one seed against number five Bishop Grimes. Uh, Who wins? Who wins the semis, and who wins it all in the championship game?
0: Uh, I think that Grimes. You said that they were going to win the girls' side. I think they're going to win the boys' side here. Ooh. I think that they upset New Hartford. Um, Grimes has just been a great all-around team on the season. They've got some really good players, specifically Dengarang, 17 points per game. He is going to be the key for them if they want any chance of winning this game. He's going to be guarding Zach Filipkoski, uh, who's averaging 26 for the Spartans. So... I think if Gureng has a good game on both sides of the ball, as well as John Coral and Sylvester Seaton uh, adding in some good scoring contributions, I think they do upset New Hartford. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you look at the other uh, semifinal game, J.D. versus SIS, uh, I still think J.D. wins this one. Uh, they've proven to be the better team uh, in terms of the overall season, although Stavon Jones of Syracuse Academy is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... In the championship game where I have Grimes against J.D., I think that uh, just the coaching of Grimes gives them the edge there, and I think they pull that one away.
1: Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, the A A championships, I kind of like... Uh, part of me wants to go with Grimes in that, in that second semi. But, you it's know, I, I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to go with New Hartford. That makes sense. In that, that one. They're, they're the top seed. And, you know, they've been scoring, they've been playing really good basketball as of late. I like JD over Syracuse Academy of Science as well. But don't get me wrong, I think SAS will really give them a good fight in that first semi. Yeah. Uh, so watch out for that one. In the championship game, though, New Hartford's going to win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I have New Hartford winning. Uh, real quick. um... Uh, we only got about a minute or so. Uh, the Class C one is the other one that we didn't get to. Number one Tilly, number five Dolgeville in the f- in one semi. Number three Waterville, number two West Canada Valley. Oh wait, did we go over that? No, no, we, we didn't. Uh, that was on the girls' side. Oh, hello, similar matchup. Yeah. Um. Uh, so real quick, just give me the two teams that won in the semis and your champion, real quick. And this is the most interesting. Class.
0: I'd say Tully wins against Dolgeville, West Canada Valley uh, wins against Waterville, and then the Indians of West Canada Valley upset Tully in the championship behind Will Smith, who's averaging 27 points per game on the season.
1: Okay, I will take Waterville in the upset over West Canada really? Valley, all right. and I'll take Tully over Dodgeville. Tully wins it all. That's yeah. a very good pick. That's what I'm going with, and that's what I'm staying at. So we'll talk again next week. Uh, enjoy the playoffs while you can. We'll talk again on Sunday next week here on ESPN Radio Syracuse 97.7, 100.1.